Mini episode 1563 of the FDH Lounge is brought to you by Sportsology, delivering unconventional columns and webcasts about sports, TV, music, movies, and more. Follow them on the web at sportsology.com. The FDH Lounge. You want to schedule your life around it. A long time ago, on a gloomy, wet Cleveland spring night, two men stand alone amidst the late night drizzle. Their voices echo across the vacant station parking lot as they debate the merits of the great American radio show that have been missing for far too long. On that night, an idea was born. That idea became the FDH Lounge. Welcome to the FDH Lounge. Welcome to FDH Lounge mini episode 1563. This is FDH Managing Partner Rick Morris here with our preview of Yellowstone Episode 5.8. Here's our top five notes of interest heading into the midseason finale. Number five, we now know how Rip came to be soldered to the Dutton family in Yellowstone. A young Rip accidentally killing a jerk who insulted Beth and being permanently attached to John as a result of learning about the train station is basically what any viewer might have expected. That said, just because something is predictable doesn't mean that the way the story is told was bad, and this was an example of taking something unsurprising but doing a great job of bringing it to life. Number four, as storm clouds approach rapidly for John, the critiques of personal lives may become a part of his controversies. At the fair, we saw public displays of affection between the governor's chief of staff and another woman, an interracial couple of cowboys, and the governor and his new hippie live-in quote-unquote environmental advisor. Maybe these scenes won't mean anything going forward, but maybe the show is setting up for a critique of the mores of Red State, Montana, which to most people is synonymous with America's past. This show has never truly waded into the culture wars, and there's probably not room enough in this season's storytelling for them to do so. But it's an interesting fake-out if they don't. Number three. Is the cattle drive down to Texas really going to take so many characters off the grid for up to a year? It's possible that Beth's idea to save the ranch financially, more about that later, will free the ranch of the necessity to exile so many characters, including and especially Rip, over the course of the year. Beth says that she's going with them, but we'll believe that when we see it. If there's a big time jump after the mid-season finale, maybe they're going to do this after all. Number two. Jamie and Sarah's plot against John sprouts all the way, along with Jamie's motivations for taking the old man out. Impeaching John and removing him from office on a speculative theory that his policy could cost the state big money is a thin read. But hey, we saw something very similar play out on Billions last year, spoiler alert, so anything's possible. Of all of the ways that Jamie is most pathetic, Thinking he's staying one step ahead of Sarah as she's leading him exactly where she wants him to go might be the most laughable of them all. Can he possibly be forgetting all of the dirt that Beth has on him and her stated desire to take his son away? What a dummy. Number one, do sex machina continues to be a thing. Unexpected elements can be a great thing, aspects that show the wide range of factors at play on the regulatory, economic, and cultural landscape of Montana can be great. But it's all in how you use those tools, and frequently on this show, they're dropped in out of nowhere. A few episodes back, Beth's brilliant play to put the land in an environmental easement came out of nowhere, and made you wonder why she hadn't just done it earlier, 
and saved a lot of drama. Episode 5.7 was thick with pieces of story just dropped out of the sky in a manner that shouldn't feel natural. All of a sudden, the federal government okayed a controversial pipeline underneath the reservation's water supply that will necessitate the senator and governor to back them. All of a sudden, the cattle herd may be infected, necessitating moving them out of Montana. And all of a sudden, four and a half seasons in, it suddenly occurs to Beth that her father's business model is worthless in the modern age, and she better spend five minutes Googling options to save it. And wouldn't a business hotshot like Beth be a millionaire several times over and able to front money to the ranch anyway? A show should never give off the whiff that it's being written episode to episode without any thought as to what's happened before or what comes next. And increasingly, this show, for all of its hypnotic action and fun, leaves you saying, make it make sense. Here's hoping that the mid-season finale and the rest of the season has less of that. Thank you for joining us for this mini-episode of the FDH Lounge.